Hi everyone, Natsum Mines here again, back with another video. And in this video, we're going to go through what is called the Blue Sky Laws and the importance of them. Yeah, so really in this video, this is just a quick one, but this one is really kind of to highlight something called the Blue Sky Laws for those who are asking, because we get a lot of clients who ask, what are Blue Sky Laws? What are they? What are they? And, and what do they mean and all that so yeah basically the workflow in the process works like this right so because a lot of people are setting up and raising capital for funds roll-ups or acquisitions and a lot of them are new to raising capital raising a lot of equity like 10 million dollars equity and they haven't done it before for fund or roll-up or acquisition and things like that in the united states or in, in canada because like lawyers you know they, they help people go through that process and before even people even know what the lawyer is even telling you to do and what they, what they want it's just to help people understand what's going on so when people raise capital there are there are national so some people have come so in some people in some countries like let's say canada where i'm currently i'm currently back in canada here uh for a bit and a lot of the associates are in the states so the way that we set it up is people, the, the Canadian, so Canada just has something. So we have provinces, we don't have states. And in the provinces, the person that regulates the securities, they're called the Canadian securities administrators. And then underneath the Canadian securities administrators, then we have what is called the uh, then we have the Canadian Securities Commissions. The, they're provincial regulators. But the way that America is set up is America has a federal regulator and they have statewide regulators. So the blue sky laws just show that all blue sky laws are, they are, they are, there are statewide laws that may or may not apply depending on the state. And the way that it works is that you have to file, you have to do something called file something with the Securities Commission nationally, right? Whenever you offer a security, you have to let them know. And then you also have to, you may or may not have to let them know based on your states and based on how many people in what states file the, uh, file the uh, securities, file the securities from. So let me just, maybe I should just draw this out to help this uh, be a bit smoother. Yeah, so, okay, yeah. So, yeah, because, for example, we have something, there's something called Form D. So there's Form D, can I just type? And so, for example, Form D. So Form D is something, it's an exempt offering. So it's an exempt offering. So this means that it's exempt from having to do all the stuff a public company has to do. And so when I say this, it doesn't have to do all the things. So exempt, it doesn't have to do all the things that a public company has to do in, in, you know, in disclosure, right? But there has to be some form of disclosure. And so it doesn't have to register. So it's exempt from registration as well. But just because it's exempt from registration, it doesn't mean that 
it doesn't have to register, if that makes any sense. So it doesn't mean, so just because it, it's exempt from registering, it, it doesn't mean that it has to start, sorry, notify the Securities Commission. Because the big guy, so this, this is in the States, so the big guy, the Securities and Exchange Commission, so the SEC, it's a federal regulator. And the big guy has to get notified whenever you do an exempt offering, right? Whenever you offer, whenever you sell big amounts of equity, uh, you have to notify them. You have to let them know. So you do that. And then, but then before you do that, you, you also have to check for the provincial, or sorry, not provincial, from the statewide laws. So you may have to notify, so blue sky laws. And so this is statewide. All right. And so because I'm just get my face out of the way. So because this is statewide, it depends. So for example, it so you may you may or may not have to file with the state. For example, in New York, last time I checked, you don't have to file, but for except for I think except for real estate. But in California, it's a bit different. They have a different loophole around that. And the reason why a lot of people confuse themselves in this type of work is because some people they just do real estate or whatever in one, and they're using one exemption in one blue sky law, and they stay stuck in some small statewide exemption or whatever. But they don't look at the national picture. And they don't look at all the possible blue sky laws all, all across the states, and they don't look at the national regulate the national uh, regulations. And when you do things like cross states, and you think on a national level, there's a higher level of leverage that you can have. And so this is what most people do, right? Uh, who are actually raising ten million dollar plus in larger transactions. So yeah, the point is, you know, you want to look at, and obviously we have a. Um, See if it's still here, but obviously we have a. Uh, and see if it's still here, but obviously we have. You know, there's a long list, and I'll pull this up here. Yeah, and there's a long list. You can see here. There's a long list of blue sky laws. That we we help our members go through, and then they get ready for to look at all these blue sky laws. And these blue sky laws are critical uh, because. Uh, it can help you see all the patterns of exemptions that exist, uh, and then you're able to even call your the local securities commission and everything, for you to be able to know all the possible exemptions that exist. And so, just for fun, uh, we're also going to do Canada, uh, and Canada is not as interesting uh, to a lot of people, but we'll just do it for fun. And many countries, Commonwealth countries, work like this as well. So in Canada, we don't. So Canada, everything's provincial. So everything's provincial. So there's no federal securities commission, and then they call it the. Uh, yeah, we might as well just ignore it. But they call it the Canadian Securities Administrators, right? But then they have so in um, in Canada there's there's no SEC. There's only the province-wide uh, securities regulators. Oops, and I'll just I want to move this. I want to figure out how. There we go. 
perhaps I can move it like this. Uh, that's pretty much it. <laughs> like, there's nothing really to draw for Canada, actually. It's just, everything is provincial, basically. And they just skip right to the blue side thing. But there's no blue sky thing. They just have different, like, they have different rules based on the province that the deal is offered in and where the investor resides. And so that's pretty much it at a high level. Um, the point is, you want to also, you want to understand that, so one, the point is one, you want to understand that a lot of people just think about raising capital and syndications of real estates without thinking about the regulatory framework. And if they don't think about that, then they don't know that, oh, maybe you're just losing one, everyone in California, for example, just using one loophole for one type of deal, but they don't think about the national level. Many people, this is what, this is really what's missing. And when you understand the national level, then you can really get like how, how people raise like larger amounts, because then you're able to think cross, not even cross border, but cross states, right? And then when you think on the national level, then you can think, think on the international level, because then it becomes easier to think, oh, okay, there's Canadians who leverage the rules in the national level and then who leverage the rules in the state level. And so when you put all this together, then you can start to understand how the whole mosaic fits together. And, um, and I hope that brings some more insight. And so with this, who am I, who are we, and what am I, what is this, and what is Razors.com? Well, um, you know, if you haven't, just hit the like and subscribe if this is on, you're seeing this on YouTube. But what we are, what Razors.com is, well, a lot of people who are new to all this stuff and who get pushed around, you know, wait in line, call call different attorneys, and they don't know what's going on, and they get put on hold and voicemail because they're trying to get accountants and attorneys to help them with everything, and they don't know what's going on. Well, we assist people and help them know what's going on without the needless mistakes, and then they can get the legal sign-off in an efficient and compliant way without them making needless mistakes that we see time and time again. Um, and so if, if you're somebody who would like to raise $10 million plus, uh, and you're not somebody who's familiar to it and you want to head and navigate this world you know let us know and we can potentially take it from there but any comments and, and inquiries just ping it below and we look forward to seeing you in the next video